Man, so it's been, what, a few weeks since we've done an all y'all. Yeah, and uh, part of the reason is we've been figuring out how to use our equipment better. Yeah, I've just got an external microphone. How incredible. Yeah, we need to give a shout out to Thomas. Yeah, Thomas Walsh with WWNO in New Orleans. Thank you for showing us how to use an external microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a simple task, but apparently it was one we couldn't understand. But uh, we are back with uh, another episode from our live event um, on the theme. I'm new around here. And uh, Jennifer Hill is going to share uh, a little bit of her story about coming of age in Bulgaria. And uh, I was really curious to see what my Facebook friends knew about Bulgaria. And so I posted and I told told everyone that I would read their responses on uh, the podcast. And Jeb Ba, in response to me saying, what do you know about Bulgaria, said, a Slavic country next to Hungary? Question <laughs> mark. And uh, our friend Michael Zuniga uh, pointed out this really cool experimental electronic musician. His name is Simon Laser or uh, Simo Lazarov. Um, we're going to post some of his insane uh, videos on our blog. It's incredible stuff. I just spent like 20 minutes like watching these weird videos from the 70s and 80s. It sounds like music made by a, a drunk computer. <laughs> uh, Jennifer wanted to know if uh, she could answer this question, but obviously she can't. So she's, she's about to spend the next 10 minutes answering that question. Right. <laughs> and uh, my friend Brad said that it's a traditional Eastern European center of computer building and programming. I didn't even know such a thing existed. Who knew? But, you know, I, I want to take a second out and say thank you to Jennifer for sharing this story. I think um, coming of age and puberty is like the most awkward and difficult period of a person's life anywhere. You know, much less if you were if you were uprooted to an some far-flung Eastern European place where you couldn't speak the language, you didn't know anybody. Can you imagine how hard it would be to grow up and come of age and kind of get to know who you are and what you're like when you're surrounded by such a strange, strange environment? Yeah, and before we get into Jennifer's story, we just remind you guys that we have our next uh, live event coming up on June 14th. It is on the theme, Mistakes Were Made, and we've found about seven stories that we're really excited um, to have folks share with you. If you want tickets, you can get them on our blog, allyallblog.com. There's a little link that says tickets. You click on that, and you put in your credit card information or your PayPal info, and we don't steal your identity. We don't. We never steal your identity. <laughs> um, and uh, I wanted to point out, it's Saturday, uh, June 14th, 2014, at Bossier Arts Council's East Bank Theater. Um, we're going to have a cash bar. We're going to have some snacks at intermission, and we're going to have a really, really good time with some incredible storytellers. So we hope to see some of you all there. And in the meantime, enjoy Jennifer Hill's story about coming of age in Bulgaria, of all places. So is this super fun? Yeah. Is having a time? Okay, awesome. <laughs> Great. I'm, I'm, my face hurts from laughing. <laughs> um... I want to um, introduce our next speaker, who I've gotten to know really well over the past year. Um, Jennifer has lived in Shreveport for the past year and a half with her 10-year-old daughter and her husband. She's the development director at the Renzi uh, Education and Arts Center. Read the description. I like to describe it as a Hogwarts for at-risk kids in the Highland <laughs> neighborhood, where they make really wonderful masks and artwork and films. And I'm crying too, man. <laughs> um, so, so Jennifer is going to uh, describe a few experiences that she had after moving to Sofia, Bulgaria, at age 16. Um, that was when Bulgaria was ruled by one of the most oppressive uh, communist governments in Eastern Europe. And I've heard her story, and it's not as depressing as it sounds. So. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> 
So um, I've only lived in Shreveport for a year and a half, but um, no <laughs> it's true, it's true. Um, uh, but uh, my father's a retired diplomat, and I grew up in different countries, and then because I somewhat foolishly married a graduate student, um, <laughs> Um, we've moved around uh, this country a lot too, and that's why we're in Shreveport because he's a, a political science professor at Centenary. So, anyway, um, so uh, when I was 16 years old, um, uh, it was it was 91 to 92, and um, my father came home one day in April and and said he had accepted an appointment. Um, to Sofia, Bulgaria, and um, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't know where it was. Um, I, I know diplomats' kids are supposed to know where things are in the, in the world, but I didn't know. So, but, you know, I looked it up and, and then, you know, got a quick lesson on the history of it. And um, so you should know that uh, Bulgaria, uh, very east in Eastern Europe, had one of the most oppressive communist um, governments. Um, the the dictator, the the leader was um, very Stalinist, and what that meant was um, it was very anti-Western. Um, anything that that seemed Western to the government was considered suspect. So you know, people it, couldn't wear blue jeans. I mean, they couldn't they couldn't find them. Um, but even if they could, if they wore them, they were going to be, uh, they were going to be followed and and considered suspicious. And because of the nature of a of a communist um, economic system, you know, there was no free trade or or capitalism really, very little of it. So, um, for instance, um, people they would buy the, the state-made car, which was called a Lada in, in Bulgaria. And that was basically like a small tin box on four wheels. Um, a diplomat, at least back then, got a, a pretty sizable um, moving allowance. And, and my parents loved cars. So they um, moved their big white Oldsmobile out to <laughs> Bulgaria. And, you know, in the States, you don't think anything of it. but. You know, summer of 1982, I'm 16. When you're a teenager, you already think people are constantly looking at you and judging you. And I just wanted to be part of the background. You know, I didn't want to be noticed. And when we rode around in that white car around <laughs> Sofia, where, wherever we stopped, Immediately, there was there would be a group of people around the car, and usually it was it was men, and they were just gawking and gaping at it and touching it, and and we'd have to get out of the car or get back into it, and and we would, you know, I I could just feel them looking at me, and you know, I I just really wish we had not moved the car out there. I mean, it, it would go around Sofia, and, and a lot of times there weren't that many cars around, especially on the weekends, and I just felt like it was, it was this white whale, just <laughs> everyone could see it, and I just really wish we had a lot of back then. But we didn't. So that was one of the experiences in, in Sofia, Bulgaria that summer. And then um, another one was we, uh, we moved into a, an apartment in, in the downtown area, and um, 
the communists weren't very good at, at buildings. Um, they usually were made of pretty crappy material and they would start falling apart pretty quickly. But they were good at parks. And there was a huge park in the middle of uh, Sofia, not far from the apartment, had really wide um, uh, sidewalks in it that you could walk down, lots of trees, very pretty. I had done a lot of cross country and track um, in the States and so I didn't go running that often and I was really nervous about doing that in a country where no one seemed to go running. But, but one day I just thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to go and I didn't really have too much else to do. So the first time I went to the park was with my mother and um, she and I just decided to go walking down there and um, we brought a couple of books and we sat on a couple of park benches and I was sitting on, on a different one because I think my mom probably wanted to smoke and I didn't want to be around that. So I'm sitting there reading and all of a sudden I realize there are people that have approached me and I look up and there are about, I don't know, 10, 12 teenage guys, young guys in their, in their 20s surrounding me. And I look up, the sort of leader has already taken my hand and is looking intently into my eyes. <laughs> And there are some other guys on either side of him uh, sort of chatting me up too. I, I don't know Bulgarian, so I, I just was completely bewildered and getting a little nervous. And, and I look over at my mom, who by now has realized, you know, what has happened. The thing you should also know, in, in Bulgaria, when you shake your head, it means yes. And when you <laughs> nod, it means no. And so my mom came over to the boys and said, nah. and, and they looked confused. And we didn't realize, obviously, until later that, oh, she was saying no and yes at the same time. Um, I also didn't realize until later that there weren't girls walking around, um, they, they certainly weren't walking around by themselves, there, they, there might be like four or five of them together or, or they might be walking around with their parents, but since I was sitting separately on a different bench and since I didn't look Bulgarian, I was wearing Western clothes and the whole thing, I, I stood out. Again, not what I wanted to do. When I decided I, I finally needed to go out jogging and, and get some into shape again. And so um, I think it was a Sunday afternoon. I, I, I went over to the park and started jogging and started heading down one of the, the long sidewalks in the park. I didn't really realize that there, there weren't very many people as I went running further and further down the sidewalk. Um, I, came, I came along like a group of trees and, and a man came out and exposed himself to me. And so I thought, okay, and, and I kept running down, and maybe a ne next 10 trees or so down, another man <laughs> exposed himself to me. And, and it's interesting because, um, you know, what you do is you look at the person, then you're forced to look down kind of, <laughs> And then you look back up at them, and they all had the same um, just sort of guilty 
insecure, but please understand why I'm doing this kind of look about them. They all, they all had the same look on their faces. And, and after I ran past the third one, I thought, okay, it's time to go home. And so... I, I, and I didn't go running back the same way because obviously I didn't want to go past those, those men again. I probably saw a few more before I got out of Flasher Central of, of that park. I, I, got, you know, I got home and um, later on I, I told my dad about what had happened. And he pointed out, what, which I hadn't thought of, is that there was no, no pornography allowed under that system of government. There were no you know, porn theaters, magazines. Um, it, it was a very conservative society. He, he said, you know, I, I, I don't know if there's really any way for people like that to find an outlet. What, what was also interesting is that the secret police there, I mean, they were like the KGB. They, they kept close tabs on people they considered deviant or, um, and yet there they had, they had obviously decided to turn a blind eye to that um, for whatever reason, maybe out of sympathy, maybe they felt the girls or women who ended up going out around there deserved it in some way. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, those are just um, the three small experiences I wanted to share uh, when I was 16 years old and moved to Sofia, Bulgaria. <laughs> and um, I had to ask a friend of mine, but Novodoshul Som means I'm new around here. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode of All Y'all, and we hope you stick around and enjoy more episodes. There will be more coming soon from our uh, new around here live storytelling event, and we hope to see some of you at the Saturday, June 14th, 2014 live edition of All Y'all at Bossier Arts Council's East Bank Theater on the theme Mistakes Were Made. Get your tickets at the ticket link on the website. This is tickets. Bye.